welcome to the broadcast of Crosstown Church of Memphis. We are a church that is Christ-centered, diversity-driven, and community-committed. A church that's bringing people together, sharing God's message of hope, love, and service. We seek to love God, love people, and serve the city. We welcome you to our broadcast with Pastor Byron Fitzpatrick. We are part four of a teaching series that we started uh, four weeks ago now, and that is small things. And in this, our main point is this. It's the small things that so often make the biggest difference. So often we neglect the small things. We don't pay attention to the small things. But though sometimes it's the small things that makes the biggest difference. It's the small details that sometimes set certain things off, you know. And uh, one of our scriptures that we use in the very beginning come from the book of Galatians, chapter 5 and verse 9. And that scripture is a little leaven le will leaven the whole lump. A little leaven will leaven the whole lump. And uh, uh, defining the word leaven, when you look up the word, the definition for the word leaven, it what it means is it's yeast. So a little yeast will leaven the whole lump, or caught, and the lump is dough. So we know in the scripture that ye, uh, leaven is yeast and lump is dough. So a little bit of yeast will cause the dough to rise. A little bit of yeast will make a real big difference on the outcome or or the results of the of the actual dough itself it causes it to rise amen uh, so today moving in here into part four of this teaching series small things our subtitle for those of you that are taking notes is called what is your gift what is your gift mm -hmm. now for the men that are in here right now i want to let you guys know that um, i am continuing or adding to uh, our Fellowship Friday. Um, we had a, a great Fellowship Friday this past weekend. Um, six or so men, seven men came out and we had a great time. And this is actually coming from our discussion that we had Friday night. And uh, Marvin, he just kept saying to me, you know, that's a message, man. This is a message. You need to preach this. That's a message. You need to preach this. And, and it had just been, it, it just stayed with me. And so my message that I actually had prepared for today, I'll, I'm going to save that one. I decided to push it back one week and I added this one into it because this, this wasn't a part of the series originally, but we had just, we had a great uh, discussion about this. And so I was like, man, we need to, we need to talk about this. I, I agree with Marvin that we need to go ahead. So I'm, I, since it was fresh in me, I decided to do it today. Okay. So it's titled, what is your gift? All right. So often. If you, and if you guys get in this chat section, y'all can comment on there and, and, and tell me what you think. But so often when we hear this question, when, when especially in a church setting, and you hear this question, what is your gift? And we even hear this in secular settings. We even hear this in the, in the business, you know, uh, uh, in the business world, you know, in, in corporate setting. So often when the question is asked, what is your gift? So think about in a church setting, a, a corporate setting, a business training or something like that. You know, what is your gift? What is your gift? Almost all the time it's talking about or it's what's being referred to here is either your talent 
or your spiritual gifts in the church, uh, spiritual gifts along with talents. But like in the business world and corporate world and in the secular, it, 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 a lot of times it's talking about your talents. You know, so again, this question so often leads people to believe or to think or have discussions or to teach or whatever along the lines of talents and along the lines of spiritual gifts. What talents are, what are talents? Talents are your natural abilities, your natural skills. These are things that you're just naturally good at. You don't need a whole lot of training in them. I mean, you didn't need any training. in them. Training just simply makes it better. So, you know, whatever that talent is of yours, that natural ability, those natural skills of yours, when you do training and so forth, it just makes you better at it, but you're just naturally good at it. Spiritual gifts are defined in the Bible uh, multiple times. I think the first time they were defined uh, was in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah talked about these things, but uh, the apostle Paul, he he took it to another level. He gave us a better understanding because Isaiah didn't really expound and teach on it and break it down that much. He just kind of mentioned them. But the apostle Paul broke them down. Man, my foot is itching. And he said this, the spiritual gifts, he said the spiritual gifts are this, they're words of knowledge, uh, supernatural faith, gifts of healing, uh, uh, the gift of miracles, the gift of prophecy, discernment of spirits, diverse kinds of tongues, and uh, interpretation of tongues. The Apostle Paul identified these, described these, defined these as being spiritual gifts. <clears throat> In the book of um, uh, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 11, you know, he defines this and he talks about these are gifts that are given to us by the Holy Spirit. Amen. So the Holy Spirit gives these to us as a gift. And he says here, he said, it is the one and only spirit who distributes all of these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. So the Holy Spirit is the one. Jesus, God has given the Holy Spirit full responsibility uh, uh, um, and a full authority in giving these gifts away to us as he wills, again, as he decides to, okay? And again, these are words of knowledge, spirit, uh, supernatural faith, gift of healing, gifts of miracle, prophecy, discernment of spirits, uh, diverse tongues, and interpretation of tongues. So a lot of times when we, in, in, say, let's say in a church setting, when we talk about, you know, what is your gift? These are the things that our mind generally goes to. These are the things that we, you know, the teachings that we tend to get. It's talking about our, most of the time it's talking about our spirit, uh, our spiritual gifts and our talents, our natural skills and abilities. Maybe you're familiar with this scripture. I'm gonna give you another scripture, okay? Maybe you're familiar with this scripture and that is, your gift will make room for itself. If you're familiar with that scripture, if you heard it in, in that way, another type of, some type of way, your gift will make room for itself. Pop down in the chats and tell me, you know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, I'm familiar with that scripture. Your gift will make room for itself. Almost always, almost always the scripture or this scripture is used in reference to your natural talents and your spiritual gifts. Almost always. So when you're in church or, or when you're in church and, and, and this, this scripture is used, almost nine times out of 10, they're going to be talking about your talents and they're going to be talking about your spiritual gifts. All right. What if? What if? Y'all, y'all, let's go on a journey. OK. <laughs> what if I told you that that may not be the case? What if I told you that? This scripture, you know, your your gifts will make room for itself or make room for yourself or whatever. 
What if I told you it's not talking about your talents? What if I told you it's not talking about your spiritual gifts and, and that it was talking about something else? What if? What if I told you that 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 although it it your talents and the spiritual gifts can apply, they can be applied in this scripture, but it may not have anything to do with talents and spiritual gifts. What if I told you that? What if I told you that this this scripture doesn't even read that way? And, and, and the way we've been taught and the way we remember it, it's not even the way it actually reads. That it's been misquoted and therefore it's been mistaught, leading us to believe it's talking about talents and spiritual gifts, when in fact it's really not. If I told you that, if I showed you that, would you change your mind? Would you have a paradigm shift in your thinking? Would you? Well, I'm going to take you on a journey. And if I'm wrong, I just want to say, God, forgive me up and up front. Okay. But I don't think I'm wrong. But if I'm wrong, God, forgive me. Okay. So let's start off with this. What is a gift? What is a gift? So I want you all to turn to the book of Proverbs. This is where we're going to be coming from today. Turn to the book of Proverbs chapter 18. And in that, I'm going to give you kind of a little preface of the book here, all right? The, Pro the book of Proverbs are written by King Solomon. King Solomon was the son of King David, all right, or one of the sons of King David. But King Solomon, he's now, uh, after David is, is, is gone, uh, King Solomon now is the uh, next king of of Israel, all right? And in this book that he wrote, it's a collection of wise, wise sayings and instructions, some of them written, written in a poetic form, okay? Um, that's what you, some of you, a lot of you are probably familiar with the, you know, uh, um, um, oh shoot, there was a proverb that just jumped to my mind. It just, it just, it yeah. just left me just that bad. There are a lot of proverbs, proverbs in, in, in the secular world. You know what proverbs are in the secular world? wise sayings and instructions. They teach moral. They're like more these wise moral sayings. Okay. But so he wrote this book of Proverbs full of wise saying and instructions and so forth. And these are things that he learned from his mother and from his father and things that he learned along the way as he, he was uh, growing up and things that he was learned as being the king uh, in, in leadership and so forth. And many of these Proverbs, he wrote them to his children. And his hope was that they would live by, that they would follow these instructions, that they would follow these wise, this, these words of wisdom that he was giving them in hopes that they would live a godly life, live a respectable life, you know, full of prosperity. So he wrote, he's the one who actually wrote this, you know, this, with the scripture that we're familiar with, your gift will make room for itself. Okay. In the book of Proverbs, what was that? Chapter eight, chapter 18. Verse number 16 is where we're going to read, all right? And it reads here, I'm reading from the King James Version. It says, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before important men. Okay? Did I read that right? I'll read it again. Verse 16, Proverbs 18, verse 16, King James Version. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. All right. We've all heard this and 
and in, in, in different forms. But the main form, the main way that we've heard this scripture is a man's gift will make room for himself or make room for itself. All right. Okay. Let's read this in other translations. All right. We're going to read this in other translations. The NIV, which is the New International Version Bible. All right. Just the same Bible, just a different translation. Okay. It says, a gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of great people. Once again, NIV, a gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of great people. Okay, one more translation. The NLT, the New Living Translation, it reads like this. It says, giving a gift can open doors and gives access to important people. This scripture has been misquoted and mistaught for too long. And, and like I said, and, and, and so many, and, and almost always when we hear this scripture, you know, your gift will make room for itself. It's been misquoted and therefore been mistaught and, and leading us into the wrong way. Your gift will make room for itself. Most of the time when we hear this, when it's taught in the church, when it's uh, quoted in the church, it lends us to believe that it's talking about it, uh, our our natural our natural talents, our skills and abilities, and spiritual gifts. Okay, it leads us to talk about those. But <clears throat> reading this, actually reading it, it tells us something different. This is not talking about your talents. This is not talking about your spiritual gifts. Although your talents and your spiritual gifts can be applied in here, it is talking about actual gifts that you give away. It's talking about something that you actually give away. Okay, because let's read again, just to make sure. King James Version, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. The NIV, a gift opens the door uh, or a gift opens the way and ushers the giver, the giver into the presence of great people. The NLT, giving a gift can open the door and give access to important people. Wow. I looked up this in, in, in all these scriptures, and I mean, different translations. So I, I gave you three translations. I looked it up in like seven or eight different translations. And I just to clarify, I remember when I, uh, our last teaching series I did was titled Text, and we was looking at the, the, real, the importance of actually studying the Bible, how important to study it is for us to actually study the Bible and that the text, the, the Bible is still relevant. It's good. It's right. It's, 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 it's still good. Okay. It's, it, although man has written it and it's been translated so many different times, it's still relevant. The translations in most cases is still consistent. In other words, the only thing that what the main thing that they're doing here is they're just changing words to help people to try to understand it better, but they're changing words not with different meanings, but changing words, the uh, uh, you know, just to help people to understand it better. So what I did is I looked up this this scripture across multiple translations, and there was something that I saw that remained consistent in all of the translations. One thing, I mean, a lot of things remain consistent, but there was one thing that stood out to me that remained consistent, and that was the word gift. The word gift never changed in the use of how all these different translations used it. It was never, ever in all of these translations, I never saw it making reference to 
or lending to talking about your talents, your natural skills and abilities. Never once did I see it talking about your spiritual gifts or spiritual gifts that the Holy Spirit gives us. Amen. So, so, so what I did see, what was consistent is that these were, it's talking about gifts, something that we give away. A gift is something that you give away freely without expecting anything in return. So this scripture consistently across translations, it stayed consistent and being something that we give away freely without expecting anything in return. Not our talents, not our skills and natural abilities, not our not, not spiritual gifts that the Holy Spirit gives to us, not discernment of spirits, not speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, not the gift of healing or miracles or supernatural faith or anything like that. What didn't have nothing to do with that whatsoever. Okay. So when King Solomon said this, he wasn't referring to those things. He was referring to something that you give away freely without expecting anything in return. Okay. It appears to me that this scripture, that's what it's talking about. Something that you give away freely without expecting anything in return. And, and, and listen to this. And by doing so, it opens up the doors for you and brings you into the presence of and and the, and the company of important people. Did y'all catch that? It, it 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 it's something that you give away freely, not expecting anything in return. And by doing so, it opens doors. It opens the way. It makes a way to bring you into the presence of of, of important people. That's what he said. Again, so I ask you now. Now that we have looked at the actual scripture and see what the actual scripture says and have some type of an understanding of what it actually says, I ask you the question again, what is your gift? We've identified now the, the type of gift, what, what, what King Solomon was talking about here. So I ask you, what is your gift? I'm not asking you about your talent and your skills, your natural abilities. I'm not talking about, you know, supernatural gifts or or, or gifts of the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about those gifts. I'm talking about something that you can give away freely, expecting nothing in return, that has the potential to open doors and put you in the company of important people. Now answer that question. <laughs> Again, what is your gift? Think about it. Our society has taught us that we shouldn't give away stuff for free. Now, now, I'm, uh, that's a that's a real blanket statement, right? Very broad, because we all give away stuff for free, you know, quite regular, you know. So, <laughs> so it's got to be talking about it's got to be talking about something else. It's got to be something deeper here. So we need to figure this out. But our society teaches us, you know, say when it comes to business or, or different things, our society teaches us that we shouldn't give away stuff for free. You know, OK, here's some examples. Here's some examples of what I'm talking about here. OK, if we have things of value that we don't want or things of value that we don't need anymore, don't give them away. Sell them. Have a big garage sale. Put them in a, a, a which call them stores where you take it. Put them in a consignment store or something. Put them on eBay. Okay, put them on eBay, sell them on Amazon or something like that. We got all the time. Put them on Facebook Market. Okay, sell them there. Put them on Craigslist. Sell them. Don't give it away. Sell it. Make some money doing it. Okay. All right. Here's another example. All right. We have a business. You have a business. Okay. Don't give away free stuff. 
Don't give away free services. Don't give away free products. Sell them. That's what you're in business for, to make money, right? Don't give it away for free. If you're invited to someone's house for a special event, a party, or, 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 or you know, retirement party, whatever that might be, you know, don't go, don't, you, you don't have to go, you don't have to take a gift. Don't take, you don't have, it's okay. Just come. You don't have to bring a gift, you know, go empty handed. It's okay to go empty handed. All right. Okay. Pause for a minute. I got to do a disclaimer. Okay. Now, before we go any further, I want to clarify something. All right. I'm not saying that you should always give stuff away that you don't need for free. Stuff that you don't want anymore for free. I'm not saying that you should always give it away for free. I'm not saying that if you have a business that you should give away products and give away services for free in your business. I'm not saying that you should always show up at an event at something that you was invited to with a gift in hand. I'm not saying that. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. What I am saying is there is some wisdom in what King Solomon is saying, and it's to our benefit to figure it out. King Solomon, he says, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. There is some wisdom there. It's to our benefit to try to figure out what's the where's the wisdom in here? What is he talking about? Does he want us to give away? He's saying we should give away all of our stuff for free. That, 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 that if we got some stuff laying around in our house that's of value to us. We don't want them. Just give it all away for free. Are we saying that you've got a business? Just give you, you know, give your products, give your services away for free. Are we saying we should always show up, you know, with a gift in our hand if we go to somebody's house or go to a party, an event or something? No, 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 no. But there is some wisdom here. So let's see if we can figure it out. All right. Let's see if we can figure it out. If, if I have something that I can give as a gift, how can I make, how can that gift make room for me? And how can it bring me before great men? So let's, let's, let's add this to the, to the equation. All right. I got something. Whether it's something of value in my house, I don't want it no more. I got something in my business, something pertaining to my business. I got something, you know, I'm, I'm going over to, I'm being invited somewhere, I'm going somewhere, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, there's a community need or something or community event that's going on, whatever it might, there's the church, you know, uh, wh whatever, okay? Let's put no limits on this thing. But if I ask myself the question, do I have something that I can give as a gift without expecting anything in return, give away freely without expecting anything in return? That thing has the ability to make room for me and bring me before great men. So when we think about stuff, let's think about it with that in mind, because what 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 the King Solomon say? A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. So what do I have that can make room for me and bring me before great men? And how can I give this away as a gift? Okay, I want to share something with you. There's a guy that I uh, listen to a lot in the morning time uh, when I'm working, getting ready, getting you know getting dressed or whatever. Uh, I listen to him a lot. Uh, there's several people I listen to, but this guy, his name is Gary V. Uh, he's all over, all over YouTube, all over social media. So if you just look up Gary V, it, it, it'd be hard. And when you look up V, look up V E E. Mm -hmm. All right, his last name is is Volokovich mm -hmm. or something like that. that yeah, it's, it's, yeah, something like that. 
but he, he goes by Gary V. Gary V-E-E, if you're taking notes on this. He's a very successful entrepreneur, author, speaker, and uh, internet personality, all right? He's also, he also made a lot of money in his digital and social media marketing, okay? One of the means of his success, one of the means of his success, this guy is he's, he's very successful, okay? He's one of the largest YouTubers right now. I think he probably ranks maybe in the top five of YouTubers wow. right now in the world, okay? If he's not in the top five, guaranteed he's in the top 10. YouTubers in the world, okay? What is, okay, okay, what? One of the means of his success came from giving away free business advice on YouTube and social media when everyone else was charging for it. Everyone else is charging for it. You got big, all these big people, you know, big name people that are selling books, they're traveling country, doing conferences, they're selling merchandise, they're selling DVDs, they're selling uh, books, they're selling T-shirts, they're selling, you know, the, the step to a, a greater business, the steps to success and all this stuff. They do, and people are traveling, buying, uh, they're booking out hotels, buying plane tickets, getting Ubers and Lyfts and renting cars, going out to restaurants, packing up restaurants and everything. And, and these guys are drawing all people all from all over the country to come to them and listen to them, give them instructions, give them advice on how to be more successful at their business. While these people are traveling around the world doing this and charging and people are paying for it, Gary V in the midst of it is giving it all away for free on YouTube and social media. Just give it away. And, and, and so everybody's like, whoa, 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 dude, you get like, and, he, and people are flocking to him. People are flocking to him. Every day you can log on to YouTube and you can find something that Gary Vee uh, uh, released on YouTube. Free business advice. The man is successful. He's, he's made it work. He's doing something right because he's constantly making money. And, and as, as, as much as he give away for free, he, he's constantly getting, getting it back. It's like const, constantly coming back to him. He's constantly growing. He's constantly gaining more wealth. Every time, he, you know, he's constantly giving out for free. I believe Gary V has tapped into the wisdom that King Solomon is talking about. This is what I believe. Hold on, hold on. Let's, 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 let's do this. Let's do this. Let's, let's go. I got I to gotta show you a video, okay? I want to show you guys this video real quick. Most of the big bands in the early, late 70s, early 80s refused to make music videos because they thought it was giving away free music. And Sticks, for example, because I remember speaking to the Sticks manager, literally decided not to make videos because that was giving away music for free. Meanwhile, Duran Duran and Van Halen and and you know and Twisted Sister were thrilled to do it and be, then became the biggest bands in the world in that era. I've always valued the attention of society over the short-term economics of the transaction of a sale. Carlo asks, I sometimes feel that giving away some of my best work for free might mean others perceiving it as less valuable. Is this a true risk or is this where the right hook balances it all out? Carlos, a solid question. You know, I think at some level there is a risk about giving away your best work for free. For me, that's been the gateway drug 
at some level because I think best work needs to be defined. It depends on what your work is. For example, I'm blown away by people who don't realize that their best advice is exactly what you should give away for free because if you're in the selling advice business, you really need to give contextual advice. So I can theoretically talk about Snapchat being important but then when I meet the tire company, we have to formulate it to work within that context and so that advice is then gonna be specific. If you're a painter and your best work is the greatest painting you ever made and then you gave it away for free, that's maybe a little bit of a different game. But if you strategically gave it away, like to a very important museum or to a very important billionaire that puts it in the prime spot in their home, could that then become the gateway? The the problem is with this question and this debate is that when you are doing something for free, It needs to be strategic because what you're looking to do by giving away something for free is to create leverage to then do something that is not for free. And so, you know, DRock could have made a video for a bunch of different characters and maybe wouldn't have panned out to have the ROI that he received by doing a video for for me for free. And so, I, I think that oftentimes people look at this as a blanket statement. To me, all the good stuff I give away for free has strategic purpose. I understand why I'm doing it and that's why it becomes so much easier to do even though I don't always expect the outcome of that action and I think that becomes the big part. Way too many people do things for free, give away their best work for free and then expect this windfall behind it and when it's not delivered, they become disappointed and within that disappointment, they don't follow up and do it again and make it a replicable action which has more upside that in a three out of five times where it brings value, you focused on the two out of five and that kind of squashed you. So. That's my answer. So again, Gary V is is a very successful guy, you know, like I said, um, and one of the things that he does that he's one of the means of his success is giving away free advice, free business advice on YouTube and social media when a whole lot of other people that do this thing uh, uh, have been charging for it. Okay. And he said it's been his gateway drug. In other words, it's worked for him. He's been very successful in it. You know, it, it is a risk. He's, he admits it is a risk, but it, 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 it's, it's work for him, all right? Every day you can log on to YouTube and you can find some free YouTube videos that Gary Vee has put out giving free business advice, amen? And a lot of advice that he gives is very good advice. So I encourage you guys, get familiar with him, listen to him and so forth. But I believe that Gary Vee has tapped into the wisdom that Solomon is talking about in this scripture. He's identified, Gary Vee has identified something that he can give away for free, expecting nothing in return, but makes room for him to put himself in the company of important people. Okay, I'm gonna come back to uh, uh, Gary Vee here in a minute, all right? But I wanna talk about somebody else first. Another person I believe has, that has tapped into this wisdom that King Solomon was talking about. Have you ever heard of a guy by the name of uh, Craig Rochelle? Craig Rochelle. If you've heard about him, just tap into the comment section. Okay, I'll tell you who he is. Craig Rochelle, he's a senior pa- he's the senior pastor of Life Church. Some of you have probably heard of Life Church before. He's a best-selling author, you know, uh, 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 a teacher, a, a expert teacher in leadership and, and so forth. But he's a, uh, he pastors this church. It's called Life Church. Life Church is based in Edmond, Oklahoma. I think Life Church is now is probably like 15 years old, I believe. Maybe a little bit longer than that. Uh, maybe a little bit older than that. But somewhere around it, that era. Uh, yeah, fit, somewhere between 15 and 20 years old. Don't quote me on it. Um, but it's not that old. You know what I mean? Um, 
Life Church is based out of Edmond, Oklahoma, and they have 37 physical campuses. 37 physical campuses around the country, most of them in the Midwest area, okay? 37 churches, physical churches, okay? And this online church, this online presence is huge. It's probably bigger than the actual physical churches, okay? Very successful pastor, very successful church. Did you know, here's a did you know moment, okay? Did you know, did you know that Life Church gives away all of their teaching material for free? All of their teaching material, they give it away for free, okay? Every message that's taught in their church is for free, okay? Big deal. We do that too. You can go on YouTube and watch our messages all the time, right? You can go to our church website and watch our messages all the time for free, okay? You can go to podcasts. You can go to Apple Apple Podcasts. You can go to uh uh uh, 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 uh you can go to uh, uh, uh what is it? Spotify. You can go to Stitcher. You can go to Google Music, Google Play, go Google Podcast, uh and and a bunch of other ones. You can go to iTunes. Apple Podcast, and you can listen and watch, listen to our messages for free. Now, guess what? My my lesson notes are on there for free too. You can go to the website, uh, um, and 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 just go right there and click on it. Right underneath the video is a link to the message notes, and you can download the message notes. And you got all my notes right there for free. Okay, big deal. They give away for free. We give away for free too, right? Okay, what's the big deal? It's a big deal, y'all. It's a big deal. Okay. Life Church gives away their messages, all their teaching materials for free. This includes their lesson notes, their outlines, transcripts. Okay, y'all know what transcripts are? That means the recorded message, every word for word for word, transla- transcripted into a, a, a document, their teaching videos, their promo videos, all the artwork, everything, everything that comes along comes with every, everything that comes with. Every message, every lesson that's taught in the church, all the artwork, all the promo material, everything, you know, they give it all away for free. All you got to do is go to their website and download it. It's right. Look it up. Download. It's there for free. Here's something else that they give away for free. All of their small group materials in, the, in different categories, all of them is for free. All their Bible study lessons are for free. And guess what? All the promo material, all the artwork that comes along with all this stuff is for free. They got leadership training, all the leadership trainings that they do in their church, in their ministries is for free. All their missions, they do a lot of uh, local missions, stateside missions, as well as foreign missions, all the programs and, you know, the ins and outs and to do this and help organizing mission trips and mission programs, whether in your city or or across, you know, another state or uh, across the sea, you know, in different countries, they give you that material for free. They give you operations support material. So if, you, if you're running a ministry, you need some help, you know, with some, some material, so forth, maybe like job applications or, 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 you know, background checks or teaching out, teaching templates or different things like that, uh, running your staff. They give you all that operational support material for free, creative design stuff for free. Meaning, uh, design stuff, stuff that they design like logos and 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 artwork and video stuff. But not only that, plays, productions, you know, all that stuff for free. Okay, special services, all the creative work that goes into all this stuff for free. Brianna, listen to this. Okay, here's something that you and I need to take more advantage of that I haven't. It's been right in my hand, and I just haven't taken advantage of it. But worship music for free. They even have 
pro presenter artwork for free. They give it away all for free. Youth material, youth programs, youth teachings, yeah. youth events and kids events and stuff like that for free. They give it all away for free. Everything. They give it away for free. All you got to do is go to their website and it's right there. It's right there. And here's the one thing about the artwork for those of you that have some design. You know, this is one thing that I appreciate. And uh, I, I used to use them a whole lot, but I don't use them as much as I used to. I probably should start using them to save me some time because I do all my design work myself. I don't know if you guys knew that. I do all my design work myself, mm -hmm. uh, not my design work, but design work for the church. Mm -hmm. I do it all myself, but man, they got, they got, they have all of, they release all of their design work in the edit uh, application. So they, they release it in Photoshop. So you can actually, it's actually layered. So you can actually take their design work and edit it and make it your own. Uh, they they release it in, in Adobe. Uh, 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 um, um, no, no, not Adobe. Acrobat. Uh, um, Illustrator. The Illustrator is layered. You can edit it yourself. The videos, they they give give it to you in the, in, the, in the video application that it was created in, whether After Effects or Premiere Pro or whatever. So you can edit yourself. Some of the music is the same way. It's in the edit format. So you can edit it yourself. Turn it into yours. They say, hey, here we're going to give it to you. Make it your own. Use it. It's free. Use it. They give all the stuff for free. Here's something else. Here's something else about Life Church. You guys are probably familiar with the uh, Bible, which one in the Bible, one of the online Bibles that I recommend, and that is YouVersion, YouVersion Bible app, all right? If you look it up on your phone, probably you, mostly a lot of you guys have probably got it on your phone. It's just called the Holy Bible, okay? But it's, it's designed by a company called YouVersion. Uh, I remember uh, this company years ago, I went to a conference, and um, at this conference, uh, there was two guys that was teaching a class. And I went to this particular class, and these two guys are the original creators, the original designers for this YouVersion Bible app. And uh, they was giving away for free, doing all this, and they met with a couple pastors and stuff like that. And they was like, man, you guys are doing this for free? No, yeah, we're doing it for free. Like, How you guys are funding this? Well, we just been kind of doing it this way and that way. They end up selling that thing, man. And uh, I think Life Church right now owns it. Life Church owns the company now, YouVersion uh, Bible app, and it's free. You, I got it on my phone. You probably got it on yeah, your yeah. phone. Well, guess what? It's an incredible yeah. app. A lot of resources that are in the app, and it's all for free. Thank Craig Rochelle. Thank Life Church because they gave it to us for free. They gave it. To, they give away all. They give away all of this as a gift to anyone. As a gift. They have identified something that they can give away for free, expecting nothing in return, but it makes room for them and puts them in the company of great people. Amen. Mm -hmm. Gary V. Going back to Gary V. I told you I'm going to come back to you. I'm almost done, y'all. I'm wrapping it up. I, I, I'm, I'm for real, okay? First time <laughs> I said that. Gary V. says something important in his video. Listen. He says this toward the end of the video. He says that he understands why he's doing it. In other words, giving away free stuff and you know, when it comes to his business. He understands why he's doing it, even though he doesn't always expect the outcome of that action. Although he doesn't expect an outcome of that action, he understands why he's doing it. Why is he, why is he doing it? He's doing it. Okay, let me not get ahead of myself. Okay, this is what this means when he says this. 
This means that even though he's giving away something for free in a strategic way to position himself for something greater, he still is giving it away without expecting anything in return, which keeps him from being disappointed if there is no return or positioning. Amen. You know what that means? Mm -hmm. That alone makes this a gift. It makes it a gift. He says, when you give away stuff for free, he said, you, you want to be strategic in it. You want to be strategic in this because you, you, want to, you want to position yourself. Give it away in a strategic way. Get Position yourself. But, but if you don't get a return on it, okay, cool. No big deal. Move on. It's because you're giving it away as a gift. You want to always make sure you have the mindset of giving this away as a gift. But when you give it, okay, uh, uh, what's the potential behind this? But if I don't get anything, no big deal. Okay, cool. I, I hope they were blessed. Okay. I think one of the things that we do in our giving, our giving mindset is that we give a stuff away for free, not expecting anything in return. But there are other times where we give stuff or we do stuff and we want a, a return. We're doing it with the intent of getting a return. And even then, when we don't get that return, that we were hoping for, that we were expecting, we get disappointed. Yeah. If that's the case, then maybe it wasn't a gift. Yeah. It wasn't a gift because you was expecting something in return. And so what this statement that Gary, make, Gary makes here, it really helps to keep his mind in the right place. And again, he says that he understands why he's doing it, even though he doesn't always expect a return on that action. Don't expect a return on it. And, and, and so most people, most people, they tell us, most people that are telling us not to give for free, not don't give away stuff for free, such as what Gary is doing here, such as what Greg, Craig Rochelle and what Life Church is doing here. Most people that will tell you not to do that, they're, they're either in the same boat as we are or they are profiting from us. Um, Y'all hear me? Most people that tell us, don't do that, don't do that, that, that don't make sense, don't do that. That, that, that goes against the norm. Don't do that, don't do that, don't. That's, that's too big of a risk. You're losing money. You're not making money. Most people that tell us that they're either in the same boat as we are or they're profiting from us. I got another video I'm going to show you real quick. It's just on like two seconds long, okay? Listen to this. Mm -hmm. Anyone that profits off of you being blind will never teach you or inspire you to see. We got a lot of people out here that's profiting off of us being blind and they're not going to teach us how to see. Gary is saying here, Craig Rochelle is saying here, look, I, I, we don't need to profit off of you because God has blessed us. We're, we're in a great place right now. But even if even if we didn't have the profitability, I believe that that it was in the heart of these men before they even became as wealthy or as successful as they are. I believe it was in their heart already. They understood it at an early place. And I believe because they understood it at an early place, it's something that they, they, that they were already doing that continued to do what? Open doors for them and put them in the presence of important people. Because guess what? They're at a place right now where they don't really need that. I mean, it's not that big of a deal to them. So they had to have been, uh, adapted this, understood this at a, at, a, at a smaller place, at an early place, 
in their development. And then they implemented that as they were doing that doors just kept opening and they just kept growing and being put in, 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 in the right position and right place. Why am I going to listen to somebody who's in the same boat as I am? That's telling me that don't do that. If somebody's saying do that, I need to listen to them. Okay. I need to look if they're making profits off of me and they're not telling me, I'm like, okay, wait, what? what? Okay. Listen, why not listen to Gary V? Why not listen to Craig Rochelle? Why not listen to King Solomon? Why not? What do we have to lose? What do we have to lose? When, when we need to listen to those who have tapped into the wisdom that King yeah. Solomon is talking about. They've identified something that they can give away for free, expecting nothing in return, but it makes room for them and it puts them into the company of important people. They understand that a gift can be a small thing that makes a big difference. Galatians chapter nine or chapter five and verse nine, a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. A little yeast will cause the dough to rise. It only takes a little amount of at least, not a whole lot of yeast, just a little amount of yeast to make that dough rise. What is your gift? What is your gift? I'm not talking about your talents. I'm not talking about your skills and your natural abilities. I'm not talking about spiritual gifts, although, although they can be applied. Did you know that that uh, when it comes to spiritual gifts, you know, uh, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, um, uh, prophecy, uh, miracles, uh, gift of healing, uh, supernatural faith, discernment of spirits. Do you know that those gifts that says Paul, he says, I didn't read the scripture early when I was, but in that same section, Paul says this, he says, he says the Holy Spirit gives these gifts. He, he's the one who distributes, the, distributes these gifts at, you know, in him and him alone. And he said he gives them to who he wills. Man. He gives them to whoever he wants to give them to. The Holy Spirit does. He has full authority to distribute those gifts, right? And then, you know, Paul has also said this. He says he gives them with the intent that you do what? Give them away to help somebody. Amen. In other words, the Holy Spirit is giving it to us as a gift. And then when he gives it to us as a gift, it's our responsibility to give it to someone else as a gift. In other words, if the Holy Spirit gives me the gift of healing, he freely gave it to me without expecting anything in return other than for me to give it away. Okay. So that's a, that's how it can be applied in this particular scripture. Okay, your your talents. You know, you you got talents. How can it be applied here? You take your talents. You know, uh, so you think in your mind, what is your talent? You take that talent, you use it, and and you volunteer somewhere and, and give your gift. What does that do? It opens doors for you. How how many how many people have 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 used their talents in the church? And it opened doors for them and put them in, in front of great people. Mm -hmm. Whitney Houston did that. God rest her soul. She did it. She used her talent as a gift in the church. It opened doors and put her in front of great people. That's how those, that's how those two can be applied in this. But King Solomon, when he was talking about this, he was talking about identifying, I believe, I believe, okay? 
I believe he was talking about identifying something that we can give away for free, not expecting anything in return. And it has the ability, the potential to put or to open doors for us and put us in front of great people. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. If this message was a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry in a financial way, you can donate electronically by texting to 84321 and enter the dollar amount you'd like to donate in the message area. Or you can mail a check or money order to Crosstown Church of Memphis, P.O. Box 40981, Memphis, Tennessee, 38104. We invite you to visit our website at www.wearecrosstown.com for more information about our church. Join us for our next broadcast next Sunday at 10 a.m. Be blessed and be better.